I don't know which question this is. I think we're on question four. Five? Five. Snapchat was four. Oh, you in the row. In the row of questions that we're answering. So we teased this one yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, which was where do I begin in terms of um, someone that wants to get into startup land, start their own business. Yep. There's obviously a bunch of different things that are, are hurdles, things you got to know before you get started. Yep. And when we mentioned yesterday when we came off air, we said, um, you said, well, the first thing you got to do is have the right idea. Mm. And we've actually had like part of the questions that we had that I bunched together were around getting the right idea, but I kind of lumped them into this, where do I begin? But what I thought is, let's separate that out. So getting the right idea, if you have lots of ideas, choosing the right one before you get started on it, or you have no ideas, can any business be an idea sort of thing? I think you actually mentioned that before. Can any business be an idea? So what we'll do today is we'll cover off our thoughts around, um, what's the word? Actually, there was a podcast that you used to listen to. Is it ideation? Like ideation, yeah. I think it's like a buzzword, which is sort of like uh, the process of where you're formulating all your ideas before you zone down into the one that you want to choose. Like a brain dump, sort of like a, exactly that. So, from what you know so far, would you actually say, Can any business, can any hobby or something become a business? We listened to the Gimlet Media podcast fairly recently, mm-hmm. which was around um, it was the eBay <laughs> one, yeah. and it was about blowing glass. Blowing glass, yeah. And, and uh, you're like, surely, surely not it, everything can become a business. Yeah. So, it, so in in that episode, um, and it, and this is kind of one of the things that I've always found as well is, and that's why it kind of frustrated me when I heard it. It's like this woman on it, she <clears throat> she saw someone blowing glass. Was she on a beach at the time or, or something? something? She saw cool. it happening. And from the moment she saw that, she decided, she realized that that's how she wanted to make her money and, and be her career. Yep. So my first impression with that was, how, who sees someone blowing glass and thinks, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a business out of that. And that's just gonna be what I do. Fair enough. Why has that agitated you so much? Because I don't think that's the common thing that happens. Like, the, the, all okay. the advice you get from starting a business or, or whatever is always have a good idea and make money off of it. That everyone knows that that's how you, like, <laughs> make, that's how you have a good business and make money. Just have these things that people want to buy, sell it with a profit margin, and then everyone's a winner. Yeah, but it's the idea itself, yep. the thing that people want. That's the hardest part that no one really tells you how to figure out okay and they say do it towards a hobby that you do um do you think there's a lot of people sort of driving people to like build a passion project you'll always be able to monetize it and all that good stuff okay and and that but that is the hardest part is it's it's the knowing it's the what that people like say can have all these ideas if they've got the ideas then great you can you've got a pool of things to go off of but what if you haven't got the idea you've got the drive and the determination but what if you you can't see, or you lack the ability, for example, to see the this thing that people want. Like, how do you get that vision? Okay, so from when you were talking then, like, my gut feeling was like, if you've got the, like, the <clears throat> drive to start your own thing, and you really wanna be a business owner, but you haven't got the idea, then you're not ready to start a business. Like. It's so easy for people to just say, like, I want to be an entrepreneur. Let's go mm. start something. And I think that's what you're getting at is 
everyone else is telling you, yeah, 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 you can start something. Like, what do you like? I like, uh, I like knitting Pokemon teddies. Great, you can turn that into a business. All you need to do is do this and then have an eBay shop and then mm. do this and then you'll grow it and then it's a niche market. And like, for when you're talking then, like my gut feeling was like entrepreneurship all of a sudden is like super sexy. It's cool. Um, and if you've got like that ambition to start a business, just gonna reflect on what I did. So I knew I wanted to start a business. I didn't know what that business was at mm -hmm. the time. I was in a day job. Um, I was selling building products. But I kind of sort of thought, if I'm gonna start a business, what do I need? You need the idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then, I, then the next thing for me was, I, I need money. <clears throat> like, I need capital. And the idea of raising money and, and doing VC world and seed investment and, and all that good stuff, um, I didn't know about, which probably helped me, because then I thought, okay, so I need money, so what I need to do is just go and work my arse off for a few years and save some money. And what that looked like for me was, I'm going to join the army. So I went back, left my job, joined the army with the idea of four years, good pay, military intelligence, very good pay, going on leave, very good pay, no expenses, awesome, coming out of the army, pot of cash, build a business. Um, obviously things changed, girlfriend became like, got serious, eventually became my wife, um, and then I learned all about this, joined the process of joining the army, mm. it was an 18 month period, because it was military intelligence and it was a, a long cycle to get in. I started listening to podcasts and then learning about this other world out there that was about raising money. So that actually options sort of opened up for me. Um, but what I didn't do was say, uh, oh, uh, let's go get a loan and then fight, like just create a business and then work it out. I was very aware that I didn't have the idea at that point. Mm. But if you don't have the idea, don't go forcing something. I think there's so, there's so much value, and I think we spoke about it previously, in being number two in a business. Because if you don't have any business experience and you've been, uh, you've been working on a, a till at Sainsbury's or you've been working as a sales manager in a construction company, whatever it is, if you've got no experience in actually building a business and being exposed to that, I think the best thing that you can do, if you don't have the idea, is to go and work for a business, a really, really small business, a startup business. Um, because you're going to learn so much so fast and it might actually open your eyes up a little bit to be like I don't want to do this like mm. I've seen what this can be like I don't want to do this it's not what I see on TechCrunch on, on, on all, business inside all this good stuff it's not that world if you don't have the idea yet and this probably isn't where we thought we'd take this episode it'll be all around like, how do you find the right idea um, but I don't think I don't think it's correct to try and force a business out of like you say a hobby into a business um, I say take a step back and see what you really want, but don't be like really short term about it. So if you if you want to become a entrepreneur, go and get some skills. Like go and learn business. Um, I had really good support all the way through when I started um, from like mentors and people like that that sort of crafted it mm -hmm. and helped me. Um, but definitely don't go thinking that one. One, the idea, it won't be everything. You need it, but it definitely won't be everything. You think about how we started, like the, the idea of what expert trades back then, I need an expert used to be. Yeah. Like, I, and like, uh, 
you'll hear the buzzword and it's so true um, like ideas are worth shit but you need one to start okay because like what we were is exact polar opposite of what we are today okay we had an idea and we got started mm-hmm. um, but don't don't be hung up on having the light bulb moment that you think Dragon's Den style entrepreneurship is, is we've got this thing and if we get 1% of the market because it's 10 billion pounds, we're gonna be all rich. It doesn't work like that. Um, definitely find something that you like, that you wanna be consistent with because it's hard. But I think the, the, the thing I'm banging my drum about at the moment is like don't force starting a business too early. Yeah, I think, I think part of it is um, when you've be, kind of become aware of this whole uh, lifestyle business, being an entrepreneur, all these fancy things. It, because the way everyone's brought up, they're all we're all educated to put in time for money. Yeah. Uh, so this is something the doing it the other way around and being efficient with your time and making more money than time you put in is something that you learn as you get older, but. Mm-hmm. As soon as you become aware of that, it's almost, you see it and it becomes romanticized. It's like, oh my God, so you mean I don't have to put in 40 hours a week just yeah. to, and I can make more money? But the problem is, because most people don't learn how, it's this really nice idea, but you're just not educated in how to achieve it. And I think sometimes, because you hear about it all the time, you might listen to podcasts and, and you listen to these edge cases, because unfortunately, not not everyone, I don't think, can be a business owner slash entrepreneur because there has to be some people putting in the hours for the money like that's just how it works if everyone there's it just doesn't balance it's a bit of a a shit quote but it is a quote that i know which is something like 97 percent of the population work to fulfill the three percent dreams Hmm. which is a shit way of looking at it and thinking about it and i don't i don't agree with it but it gets into your point of what you just said is not everyone can be an entrepreneur because there has to be a balance of yeah. the people that want a day job and the people that want to take the risk. Um, and I think that is, some, unfortunately, <clears throat> is a harsh truth that sometimes people have to realise. Like, like you're saying about being a number two, it's the same, it is the same principle, basically. You're being number two to the guy that's got the bigger dream, the bigger idea. He's probably not doing as many hours as you, mm-hmm. but you're the number two. And that's just, but he needs a number two for his dream to be a reality and for exactly you to be that. able to is if you don't have benefits. that if you don't have that idea the number two in a startup business has to be just as entrepreneurial as number one mm. it's just the guy who didn't have the idea but wanted to join the business mm. because he believed in the idea so like for someone that doesn't have that idea that's the perfect opportunity for them um and understanding like come back to it again it's like it's not sexy and i can't drive yeah. that home enough it is not se- and don't get me wrong like if this thing that we've got goes well in five years' time, we get a great exit. People are going to be like, yeah, it's fucking sexy. You've got a big exit, blah, blah, blah. But the, what you trade off in that time period is just not, not as glamorous. It's, it's as overly romanticised. People on Instagram might like, just, I, like, yeah, I'm not going to bang on, but like fake entrepreneurs just mm. talking shit, selling courses that they haven't, like, oh, we're going to teach you how to make seven figures. Like, the trouble is there's, there's all that stuff, and it's always existed. Snake oil salesman sort of stuff. It's always yeah. existed. But now with the internet, it's so easy to get put in front of you. Yeah. Um, so cycle it back. Having the idea. 
when you've got something that you think you want to build, this feels like it's going to roll into the next one. Well, do you think we've covered off the first one? Which is like, I don't think we have. I kind of bang my drum about, don't worry about pushing an idea. I think it's just, from my point of view anyway, is... This is for James, by the way. I've actually put notes into this. Okay? That's the where do I begin one, actually. Sorry. That's tomorrow's. If we cut this up. Yeah, heads all over the shop at the moment. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, a di- it's a difficult one. I think the, the, point, the point we're trying to make is there's no, there is no formula. People that do make it, in whatever sense of the word, um, essentially stumble across it, whether it happens to be a hobby of theirs that they're trying out or whatever, or whether it's glass blowing, which is just ridiculous. Uh, but I mean, but she's making yeah. money off it. But she she put in a lot of time and effort and things like that. But I, I just thought, I feel like she, the only, when she said, oh yeah, I, when I saw it, that I knew that that was it. I was going to make yeah, money. Yeah. I think she, the only reason she's saying that is because she managed to make it work. Yeah. If it didn't work, she wouldn't still be blowing glass now. This podcast is the only reason that I'm going to be held accountable. Because in three years time, someone's going to go, great exit, blah, blah, blah. You changed the industry. And I'm like, yeah. To be honest, when I set out knowing the business, I knew exactly that these are yeah. the problems that tradesmen face, and it was just a matter of time until it clicked, but we were always yeah. on the right path. You listen to this show, you'll be like, he didn't know fuck all for two years <laughs> while he was working stuff out. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's yeah. I think, and I think that drives it home is, like if you need to start something and you don't get hung up on the original idea of what you've got. The biggest thing that we did was listen to the market. Like we, what, what, what's working, what's not. Do this, okay, we'll try to do that. Monetize this, we'll try and monetize that. Will you pay for it, charge it front? All this good stuff is we can probably get to into where do I begin to validate your idea, which we'll stop and start again and cover this off for another episode. Um, but when it comes to like the idea stage of the business, don't romanticize about a light bulb moment. Don't watch Dragon's Den and think it's one thing that you're gonna do for the rest of your mm-hmm. life. If you don't feel 100% passionate about what that thing is that you want to start from day one, because even though what we do now isn't what I, we started off doing, I was really passionate about delivering value mm. um, and like the thing that we wanted to fix for tradespeople. Yeah. Really passionate about that. <clears throat> if you don't have that passion, don't do it because it's gonna, it, you know, it takes over your life. Like, yeah. Even even as like you in the company, it takes over your life because we're a small business. Yeah. Um, don't say that. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> don't get hung up on the idea. It's just, it's just about the execution on it. It really is. It's you've, you've got to, you've got to listen. Uh, you've got, you've got to just move with the market, and uh, you've got to try. I suppose I'm, I'm contradicting myself, but I know, I know why I am. Don't get hung up on the idea. If you haven't got it, go make some money and build up some money so you can bootstrap it rather than giving equity away. And on the flip side of it, I want to say, just say yes and try everything and see what sticks. And I'm like. <laughs> I think that's like uh, advice from like being in the business for four years, which is kind of like, no, this is hard, blah, blah, blah. But if I could go back and do it all again and I didn't have all the support and bits that we've got now, I would just say yes to everything that came onto my plate and just see what I could monetize. But I think, I think that's bad advice. I think it's because I'm a salesman. I think it's because like, <laughs> I, I, like so many things will cross my plate yeah. and I'll be like, cool, I'll do that. Yes, cool. Did it work? No, cool. Next thing. And that's just my foot by nature if I wasn't running my own business. Like if I didn't have this, I couldn't go back to working in a normal job. Mm. And I'd probably, yeah, we'd start something again. I think we covered off the other day, we'd start mm. something again. Mm. This is a weird show. Yeah, shit's difficult. Real difficult. You're never gonna have a light bulb moment. And whatever that light bulb moment is, you said it the other day, 
we listened to a podcast and like Dropbox was the 30th yeah. company yeah. that did the same thing. Yeah, not everyone's going to be Dropbox. Everyone has the same ideas, but yeah. only one of them gets to be the Dropbox. edge case, the outlier. Exactly. And then, and then you dig into like, why is that the case? Was it the timing? Was it the execution? Was it the team? Was it the funding? Because that was the other, we were talking about Gymshark, weren't we? As Gymshark, well. a young, exactly. A young lad, he's like, what, 23, 24, 24 now? And he's making some serious money off of fitness, uh, a clothing range, basically. But he was, that's how we got in the conversation. He just happened to be the right place, right time. And I'm sure that, and there still is people doing the same thing, but he just hit this point where f the fitness industry was becoming mainstream, social media was becoming bigger than it was ever. That, yeah, it was And that. it was just a perfect storm. And I'm not taking anything away from him, obviously. No, he was there at the right time, he, and he yeah. hustled, and he did that stuff. But chances are there was also a bunch of other people doing it at the same time, and not everyone gets to be in first place. No, exactly. It was the fitness industry, it was social taking off, Instagram booming, and those two things together meant you had people that were on social media mm -hmm in gym wear, making it yeah. sexy, and he just capitalized on it, fair play. Um, but yeah, so I, yeah, just be in the right place at the right time with the perfect idea and you've made it. <laughs> Good advice. No, and, and that's, and the, that's advice the advice that, exactly. that everyone gets. That's, the that's what I'm saying, it's like, that's the advice that you get. It's like, yeah. you just have to, but if you drill into that, then it actually comes down to consistency. Yeah. It's show up and try, show up and try, show up and try. Yeah. But I didn't take that approach. <laughs> I didn't, like, I wanted, I, I wanted to join the army and come out with like 60, 80 grand savings and then start something. Mm. I don't know what that was going to be. I just knew I needed cash. Probably should have thought that through a bit more. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> do, you know what, um, do you know what makes me think now is, I think your I, I think when we get onto where do I begin, which is teaser for tomorrow's show, is it's going to boil down to what you really want in the end, whether you want mm. a lifestyle business or yeah. an exit or a massive company. Always one of those three things. Um, and at the time when I joined the army, I didn't think that big business exit was ever in my career. I thought it would always be, I use that money, I buy bricks and mortar, it's a shop of some sort or yeah. a service of some sort or something. <clears throat> I think that's the mind shifters. And it came from podcasts that I just learned about funding. Cool. We've got around in circles on this one, I think. It's been a good one, though. But I think it's... I think it's core to... I think, it, I, think it, I think the way that we spoke about it is exactly what these guys listen to the podcast. And I know someone's going to get to the end of the show and they'll be like, yeah, but... What's next? Yeah. <laughs> and, but and, what, what if I've got the idea? <laughs> we got the same question fired back in. Um... Yeah, I can't even, uh, I'm trying to think of a way to give some final like summary, but there isn't any. It's and I, but I think that's the point. Like, it's so wishy-washy and difficult to really nail the formula. There's no it's like tried and tested yeah, exactly. approach. It's, it's literally that question is, uh, I want to start a business, what should I do? I, I'm like, I don't know. Let's go fucking start something. <laughs> Try. Money. Yeah. Um, like I say, right idea, right place, right time. Enough said. Easy. Painting that. Hush, hustle every day, <laughs> grind while you oh, sleep, sarcasm comes back and in. put the G in the V. Um, <laughs> okay. Tomorrow. Where do I begin? So that's on the presumption. When you've got, you've got the idea. You've got an idea. An Maybe idea. not the idea. We'll, idea. we'll talk about validation 
and getting it started. Cool. Email. Hello at experttrades.com with two T's in the middle and one S at the end. If you have a question, fire it in. We're going to get to end these questions probably by the end of next week. We've got about another seven in the bank coming for you guys that have been fired in. And you can catch us on the gram, our startup show. Where we'll be taking photos with Rolexes, Porsches, and lots of money and showing you how easy entrepreneurship is. You can make an extra two to $3,000 a week by these three simple steps. And if you follow anyone that posts that bullshit, unfollow <laughs> them today. And actually comment on their post saying, why are you filling my head full of shit? And then unfollow them. Mm. And on that note. See you later, cool. guys.